Welcome to Tech at Lunch, the podcast that satisfies your hunger for all things tech while you enjoy your midday meal. So grab your sandwich, tune in, and let's dig in. Hello, I'm Nick. Hello, I'm Ed. And, you know, this week uh, we had to move into a different room to do some the recording, so it's going to sound a little chopped. It's not going to sound the same, but, you know, we're back to normal recording area here in a little bit. You don't hear John with us. Um, He had some stuff he had to take care of at the house. So, but, you know, the one thing that, and we'll get his opinion on it when we talk to him next week, is one thing I want to say, you know, sorry, we haven't been with you for a couple weeks. A lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, work kind of getting in the way and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to kind of, you know, plan some time out. Um, so it's been, you know, hellish beginning of the year. Um, but speaking of that, um, we kind of want to go through and look at the, um, new year's, um, uh, new, new tech resolutions. Um, you know, we try to do this every year. Uh, we kind of sit down and we kind of talk about, you know, what's something we want to learn this year? Um, what's something that we kind of want to get behind and, you know, kind of build? Um, what shows are we looking at going to this year? Um, so you know where we're at. I know some people, we've told them that we'd be at, we'll be at Rapid this year. Um, you know, that, that plan might change. Um, so uh, we'll be, you know, discussing that. So, you know, I guess, uh, you know, we'll go, you know, what do you think, Ed? Uh, first of all, like I said, I'd like to echo what Dick said, you know, uh, sorry for the, uh, the hiatus. Um, it's, uh, glad to be back to, uh, talk with you guys. Um, for me, I think I'll just start with what would I like to learn, uh, what skills or what things am I interested in, uh, maybe, um, digging into a little bit deeper and, um, getting uh go gaining more knowledge one thing I, I would like to challenge myself this year with is to do more with uh industry 4.0 um do some things with mqtt um maybe look at some things with the uh, unified namespace look at some SCADA um concepts uh learn a little bit more about mes i understand the uh, fundamentals of mes but I like to, you know, what goes into creating a MES system? What, what, what does that entail? Mm-hmm. And how can you um, optimize the MES platform so that at the ERP level, you can uh, make decisions long term? So I, those are some of the things I would like to learn. Also, I'd like to do more with analytics. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much uh, as a data scientist, but how can I leverage the data that I'm accumulating from a platform that I'm monitoring? Like a preventative maintenance, I believe? Uh, not just preventative maintenance, uh, more of like predictive. Okay. Because if you can predict things, then the preventative maintenance stuff kind of falls in place. So it's a little bit different with like software. So like ML type of thing, like machine learning? Some machine learning, some AI, but but I preface it with when, we, when we're talking machine learning, we're talking about um, generating decision trees okay, that, makes sense. that that helps the 
ML mm-hmm. do what it needs to do. Right. Um, but first, you have to understand it from an analytical point of view before you can build a platform for ML or AI or mm-hmm. leverage those things. And those are two other topics that I would like to dig more into. And then I would like to follow up on our our goal of last year that we will um, implement some kind of mentoring program with uh, the STEM program. I, I, I'm really passionate about doing that. Um, I, I would love for our community that's listening to uh, maybe help us with that and maybe we can come up with some kind of uh, cloud-based platform through our, our uh, company that can help um, people all over the world. I don't want to just mm-hmm. do STEM in a location. I would like to be able to reach around the world and anybody that wants to um, learn STEM from a next generation worker perspective. Uh-huh. So I, I'm not so much interested in teaching a, a kid how to make a robot go around a table and follow a line. That those are fundamental things, and that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in how can we leverage the 30 years of experience I have in industrial control systems, yeah. and show kids how exciting it could be to work in that type of environment. Right. Push the smart manufacturing envelope a little bit. Yes. Ah, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, there's a lot of stuff that I, I think we echo, and it's you know a lot of stuff I want to get into this year is you know definitely want to start getting into um, uh, some digital twin type of stuff. You know, really kind of learn more and more of how the digital twins are built. Um, you know, I definitely want to you know continue pushing forward with the knowledge on smart manufacturing, advanced manufacturing, um, IIoT type of stuff. Um, implementation of sensors and, and, and the process and, and process data and the optimization. You know, pretty much following some of the classes that I'm doing this year for, you know, on my doctorate side of the house. But, you know, it's also pushing the envelope of AI, of AI and ML. Um, also, one of the big projects I want to accomplish this year is actually to support the goal of teaching the audience and the teaching the people, just, you know, that's listening to us is building 3D printing and building a actual robot arm. Um, and, you know, the thing is, is that we've touched on the robot arm before, you know, the kind of community that we're dealing with. Um, the thing is, that, that, that community is absolutely amazing. Um, I'm actually pulling up the name of that community now. Um, because, guys, if you're looking at trying to build, and, I'm gonna, and I'll put it in there, um, Arctos, um, Arctos Robotics, 100% 3, uh, 3D printed robot, you know, unless you're talking about drive gears and stuff like that, but 100% 3D printed. You can go on his, on his website, purchase his STLs for 50 bucks. The thing is, you're always getting updates. It's 100% open. Um, it's a great product. Uh, we're going to be building one, um, and we're going to bring y'all along for the ride, you know, and that's kind of what I'm kind of interested in and, and happy about this year is diving more and more and pushing more into how do we support y'all? Um, how do I take my experience, you know, coming from, you know, the Marine Corps side of the house through DOD contracting, software testing, um, you know, system administration, and now into 
um, you know, senior roles in, you know, IT for a manufacturing company, you know, working with the MES systems and the MQTT-based systems and the IoT-based systems. You know, how can we make sure that that knowledge is being passed on? Um, because the thing is, is we understand that, you know, me and Ed won't be around forever to do this job. And we want the people who are coming in behind us to have that passion and understand the fun in it. Because the thing is, is yes, it's a lot of work. You know, 30 years doing this, this nonsense. It's a lot of work. But the thing is, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of joking around, having good times. You meet people from all over the world, and you have some of the best times with them. You know, and it's it's how do we get new people into that? You know, people who want to be there, um, people who really want to be involved. Um, you know, one of the actually the funny thing is is going along with that robot arm thing. Kind of one of the things I want to do also this year is how do I build and integrate indefectors for that robot? Um, also, how do we work with um, vision systems, but not just like your typical vision system, but building a robot mounted, um, uh, camera based system for like recognition, facial recognition and stuff like that. But you know, that's kind of something I want to look into is work with through the facial recognition AI side of that side mm -hmm. of the house, you know, see what's, what's going on there. So it's going to be a little bit of fun. You know, there's some things that I'm probably leaving off the table, but you know, that I'm not mentioning. That I'll probably end up diving into, but you know some of the bigger you know topics that you know I kind of want to hit. Um, so you know now we get into where uh, we want to kind of go over, um, you know, kind of the where do we want to go this year? You know, kind of some of the some of the kind of the shows we want to hit. Um, you know, and I'll let Champ cover you know or, or John cover some of the stuff he's he's talked about when he gets back. For me, it's going to be going up to automate. Yeah. You know, hitting Chicago, going up to automate. You know, talking to those guys. Um, really want to go see. You know, the guys with Yaskawa Robotics. Um, talk with them a little bit. You know, have some face to face conversations with them. Um, and then I would like to do East Coast Rep Rap this year. Um, and go take a look at a Rep Rap convention. Mm -hmm. You know, um, maybe just maybe go down to Orlando for Form Next. Mm. Um, you know, later on in the year, um, and go see what's going on there. Um, so, you know, this year we did, um, rapid TCT and we did South Tech, you know, two great shows, by the way, if you get a chance to go do them both. Um, just rapid this year is out in California, which kind of strikes the budget. Wee bit. Mm -hmm. So we get to play with that one. What do you think? Yeah. Automate is probably a big one for me, but. Uh, I would say another thing I would like to do outside of conventions, I would like to maybe reach out to some of the uh, manufacturers in the area, you know, like maybe we can uh, go and, uh, like you say, try to reach out to FANIC mm -hmm. and maybe do a small tour of the FANIC um, training facility. Uh, maybe we can uh, reach out to places uh, like KUKA, mm -hmm. um, Yawaskawa, ABB, um, Maybe look at um, doing some things with Alan Bradley mm -hmm. and Siemens. Um, I, all reaching out to these these organizations to see how we can work together or do some type of collaboration mm -hmm. to uh, bring a um, bring more influence to STEM yeah. uh, because it's in their interest and in most organizations' interest to to have STEM. The, 
The problem with STEM today is that it's, it, it's, it's great. However, STEM, you know, being based on the four pillars, and if you want to include the uh, art aspect, aspect of it, you know, that, that's a part of it. But I think my version of STEM would be automation, mm -hmm. robotics, um, bonding technologies, um, uh, application technology where you're doing coatings. Um, th those would be some of the things that I would look at. And then uh, renewable energy technologies. That's my vision of STEM. Like STEM-specific locations. It, well, I mean, like, so for example, when we, when we do... For STEM for specific industries. We do science, technology, engineering, and uh, math. Math. Math is included anyway. Right. I get we did it because that was just the way, that was the acronym we chose. Mm -hmm. But let's be realistic. How much mathematics are you using, even as an engineer, in a manufacturing facility? You're using it, but yeah. no one is putting calculations on a blackboard right. or a whiteboard. I've probably used more higher level math. You know, in, in this job, especially if you're doing, like, flow tables and stuff like that and PLCs and stuff like that, and you're trying to dilute data. But, you know, and also, like, for us, especially in, like, the IT world, you're calculating the amount of run times you have when a system fires up based on your performance, your, based on your production output, you know, because mm -hmm. every single action requires an equal, equal and opposite reaction. So that means as if one what we call telegram is sent, it has to open up a pathway that goes to different parts of the system. So if you're producing, if you say you have five stations that run, each one of those stations require um, uh, at least two openings in, in the system, one to be open for receiving and one to be open for sending. So the thing is, is how you prevent you know, data drought as far as when you're doing that type of system, and then, you know, it's kind of where math comes in, is everything you do, you times it by two. You know, so you're always going to give yourself mm -hmm. an extra little bit of wiggle room. You so, know, or fudge factor. And, and for me, like I said, you use mathematics, but it's no need to take a pen and paper and do an equation. Oh, no. no there's no calculus, period, that's being used in real application. I can write a program to do anything that needs to do any type of mathematics in the world. Right. There is, uh, other than computational or things where we're talking with physics where the mathematics doesn't exist. Right. You know, the, the algorithm is not available. But I'm saying in general, I can have an algorithm or create an algorithm to do that. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the reason I'm saying that mathematics shouldn't be the focus because mathematics should already be a fundamental concept that's taught. Right. I, in, in my opinion, we can have, that. it can be a new version of STEM. Mm -hmm. And in this new version of STEM, it concentrates on, like I said, robotics. Yeah. Automation. Um, coding technologies. It, it focuses on welding technology. Mm -hmm. It focuses on um, processes that use PID, you know, like, say we do things in the steel industry, we do things with glass and so forth and so mm -hmm. forth. We can, we can consolidate those things, 
But those are the things or the concepts that should be taught. Now you take the base STEM. So we still can teach STEM at the basic level right. through elementary. Yeah. But once we get to junior high, we should start concentrating on, hey, what are you, these concepts I taught you, what interests you? So like applied STEM. Yeah, I, I think so. It should be something like that. Right. It, it doesn't have to be what I'm saying. Hmm? Yeah, I agree with For you. me, I don't have to be the author yeah. of it. For me, I just want to be the person that calls somebody to think. I want to be the person to stir the pot so that other people be like, you know what? That does make sense. He's yeah. not. It's not the right approach, but it does make sense. Well, you know, you have physics and you have applied physics. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's, you know, same thing as, you know, for exactly, for what I'm going for, you know, you have a PhD, which is new research, and you have a doctorate or a DR, which is what I'm doing. It's, you know, applied research, mm -hmm. you know, so you kind of, you, you kind of weigh that, the, the, you know, that, that, that fun, you know, little, little route there. And, you know, that's definitely something that this year, you know, we can definitely, you know, get behind and support, you know, and help, you know, if anything, draw up some of these, these new things, you know, for applied STEM, because, you know, it, it may be something that you see pop up on our website, you know, that is applied STEM and you start seeing some, some documentation on it we may write. Um... Because the thing is, is like you said, it has to be, it's not industry specific, but it's more or less, you know, of where do you want to go with it? You know, if you, if, if you want to get more into the engineering side of the house, you need to start thinking like an engineer. Um, so if you want to be more, you know, in a scientist biology, you, know, you start taking a different you right. know, STEM route than everybody else does. Um, you know, we're talking, you know, chemistry, biology, um, uh, lab work. You know, lab technologies and stuff like that. You start really getting into that route, you know. And math, if you're one of them, you know, people who like math, then, you know, it's a whole different bag of animals. And I argue there, the mathematics should be programming. And yeah. when I mean programming, if you're a, a mathematical-minded person, then maybe we should have things that steer you towards creating algorithms. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should have things that steer you toward creating new encryption models. Maybe we should steer you towards things that that work on making uh, hard and encrypted uh, standards that are uh, uh, able to withstand attacks from, say, a supercomputer. Yeah. You know, th th those type of things should be where we, to me, it shouldn't be we tell the person where to right. go. We just provide the funnel. Right, exactly. We pour you into the funnel that you want to be poured into. Right. And, and 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 here's another another thing to think about. One of the biggest things that contribute to most economies is manufacturing. Mm -hmm. It is other than military other than military's um, application, development and stuff like that, manufacturing is the thing for most countries. You know, services is in there too in some countries more than yeah. manufacturing, but in general, most countries that are that are what I would say really prosperous, they have a really substantial manufacturing uh, mm -hmm. sector. Yeah. And it makes sense that you need to make sure that you have resources to, to go back into the manufacturing sector. Because even if we go to uh, AI and machine learning and robotics and these type of things, mm -hmm. even those robots will have to have some type of adjustment. Right. We, we are not anywhere near, you know, a, a point where we can make Terminator. Right. Consistently. 
We might can make a Terminator, but you're not going to make a Terminator that can make a Terminator. Yeah, it might be Terminator. So for me, and, and, and for humanity's sake, that shouldn't be what we want. Right. For humanity's sake, we should want that to be a tool and not to try to say, hey, I want to drive down the cost of labor by getting this, and I never have to worry about a worker doing this. But then you also won't have to worry about a worker having passion. Right. I don't care what you try to program into a robot, code cannot have passion. Right. You know, the thing is, is that's when you start getting into, you know, other, you know, avenues of, you know, getting people interested in things like data analysis, uh, data analytics and stuff like that. You get these, the data, the data scientists jumping in on board now, um, you know, stuff like that. And hopefully, you know, this year, given what we're doing is, you know, we can push that a little bit, you know, and get people interested in that, um, get people interested in CNC work. Um, you know, if you haven't gone and, you know, looked at, you know, the stuff from, you know, Toss CNC or um, Titans of CNC for that matter, or even some of the other low-cost CNC guys out there, um, you know, they have, you know, stuff out there and, st and, and, and kits available that aren't going to, you know, break the bank. Um, I just found it the other day is there's a 100% open source LDO is building the drive kit for it mm. to build a open source CNC machine that is able to cut aluminum. And it's just the same thing as like a mini mill. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's kind of, it's not this, it's a little smaller than a shop, shop, shop mill, mm -hmm. um, but it's fully enclosed um, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Kind of like a Haas mini mill, mm -hmm. um, just not as fancy. Mm -hmm. You know, they have their own stuff to it and stuff like that's great. It looks awesome. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, it's all over YouTube. It's on YouTube and stuff like that. It's absolutely amazing. Um, who knows? That might be a project for the year um, if I really get, you know, feisty on it. But, you know, a lot of times this year is going to be trying to figure out how to not, you know, pull my hair out freaking going to the doctorate and doing paperwork all the time. But, you know, here nor there. But the thing is, is, you know, hopefully by then... You know, the thing is, is, you know, by the time we go to um, uh, automate. automate, you know, I'll be done with the semester. So if y'all see us um, at Automate, if y'all are there, uh, let us know. Um, and we'll go do something. We'll go have a beer. We'll go, you know, have a cup of coffee at the convention center. Uh, the McCormick Place is a, is, a, is a great convention center. Uh, been there before. That's what we did, uh, Rapid. Um you know, they got a little coffee shop in there and stuff like that. It's absolutely awesome. You know, we love it. Um, you know, Chicago, you can do better on your weather, though. Um, you know, your, your weather kind of just sucks. It's a little cold there year-round. Um, and me, I don't do cold. I'm from Florida. We don't do that. We don't do it below 80. So, you know, well, you might know you're from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I was laughing. <laughs> that's exactly why I was laughing. <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, it's not the guys from like Southern Texas. Where, you know, they don't go below 100. Yeah. You know, but it, it's the thing is, is that, and this is the reason why we always do one of these New Year um uh you know shows every every time we do one of these every time year comes around because it also shows us kind of what you know we worked on last year 
you know, last year we knocked out a lot of stuff that we were really kind of, you know, hoping for. You know, we did the shows. We got to meet new people. Hopefully this year we can capitalize on some of those conversations we had last year. Um, we, got, we definitely got to reach out to the guys from Haas um, and really get them on the show. The guys from Yaskawa. Um, you know, we're already in contact with them. You know, great group of guys. Um, hopefully, you know, we'll get them on the, on the, on the podcast here soon. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're absolutely awesome. The stuff that they're doing with the STEM based training and stuff that they're working on is, you know, admirable. I'm telling you, they're, you know, freaking right off the rip. Those guys are doing strong and big things. Um, you know, and the thing is, is getting some of the guys from, you know, the CNC side of the house in, you know, we always talk about 3d printing and we always talk about additive manufacturing. You know, the subtractor side of the house is kind of what we got to get to um, and, and work through and, and look at that. You know, the one thing that we really never really touch on, and I was kind of looking through some stuff the other day, is CNC mills. You know, mm-hmm. we, we always we, we always talk about, you know, CNC machines. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you talk about the CNC mills. You know, some of these guys that are spitting out, you know, CNC mm-hmm. um, um, chess boards. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. You know, it, it's the thing is, is like a lot of people look at automation and materials and stuff like that for industrial based purposes. It is. They are. That's why they're there. However, you can use 95% of the stuff you learn to not just better your household, better your neighborhood, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, you can start, you know, winging with the art stuff a little bit. You know, you can build smart mirrors. Mm-hmm. You know, in your house with a little bit of Python, a little bit of you know Google, you know, and, you know, and, a, and an old laptop, you know, um, and then you know Raspberry Pi, I should say, and slowly but surely, you know, do it that way. You can add a touch sensitizer to it, make it a touch screen. However, if you have kids, you already know that your all your screens are touch screen. Um, but even if you don't want them to be, so there's that. Um, so. You know, that's another thing. You know, I think, you know, this year we'll probably talk a little bit more about is smart homing. You know, using talking about the MQTT stuff and the IoT mm-hmm. stuff is, is really kind of talking about smart homing. And, um, you know, going a little bit more into um, pretty much, you know, robot makeup. You know, what is a six-dolf robot? What's a four-dolf robot? What's a spider robot? Um, you know, what are these things? You know, the wonderful world of robots. You know, mm-hmm. I think we'll probably do a series called that. Mm-hmm. And we'll cross that particular gamut of what the different robot do. Mm-hmm. What's a pick a place robot? What's a paint robot? What's the difference? You know, why, why are we playing this game of, you know, it's just an arm. No, it's it's a little bit more than, it's an arm. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like we're talking about thing here. All right, um, but you know, anybody else fans of that show? I doubt it, but whatever. Um, you know, but it's just. You know, one of those things. You know, we're, we're really going to be getting into, you know, some fun this year, I think. Even though, even though we might not like it, but we're going to do into it anyway. You know, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Have a lot of conversations. Um, you know, we're not going to beat the horse too bad. Um, however, we'll make sure that, you know, we got people learning something new. We're learning something new right there with you. Um, you know, we'll bring you all along for the ride, I should say. You know, and we're, we want to do, I think this year, um, just to you know, open up the big port purchase here, big thing here is, not big purchase, but big thing is start doing live streams. 
you know, I, I think that, you know, starting to do a, like a Vulcanara happy hour, you know, with everybody. You know, if everybody wants to be part of that, you know, let us know. And we'll schedule something on mm -hmm. the, you know. Hold on, air reboot. Um, a uh, on YouTube or yeah, YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say Stitch, Stitch, and all the other stuff, but no, nah, I'm sorry. Um, I don't um, that that stuff. I'll, I'll I'll take YouTube. I understand where they get their you know their their security from. You know, <laughs> everything else kind of just scares me. I understand if you're a Twitch streamer. I get it. I really do. You know, we may stream that on Twitch too, but you know, I've too many horror stories, I guess you could say. But what do you think about something like that? Yeah, I think that would probably be uh, interesting. Like I said, we would like to promote more uh, interaction between our uh, followers. Um, we would like to, uh, you know, maybe uh, get um, more inputs on topics you guys are interested in. But we would also like to do maybe some, uh, you know, show and tell between the uh, the users in our group, you know, like, hey, what are some of the things you're working on? What does your tech at lunch look like? I mean, mm -hmm. what what field are you in? I mean, what what are you currently working on? Uh, what are your hobbies? Um, or do you have any interesting projects? Uh, are you involved in any STEM related um, topics? Uh, do you have any interest in um, maybe forming a, a STEM Discord or, or just forming a Discord in general uh, for the group. Um, we would also like to do a few giveaways this year. Um, uh, we'd like to do a few when we get to a few goals, we'll bring that up um, just to show our appreciations to the uh, listeners that's been supporting us from all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we would really like, like in general, we really would like to just like, you know, how did you end up on your path? What, what led you to the journey for whatever industry you're working in? Um, what, was, what was the thing that uh, led you in school or who motivated you? What was your inspiration? You know, I think those would be really good topics. Um, for us to uh, maybe have uh, live streams. But also we, we would like to, if we're in certain areas, maybe we can meet up with some of our followers in that area and, and uh, you know, just do a little uh, meet and greet there too. Yep. I've also thrown around the idea of, um, you, know, you can find us on, at Volcanar Attack on X, on anything. You can play, go find us on there with Twitter if you don't remember what X means. Um, but throwing around the idea of possibly setting up a, um, um, Patreon, because what we would do with that, just to give you an idea, is we would set up a private Discord server where you can ask us directly questions, stuff like that, instead of having to, you know, go through the gamut of people and people and places and things. Um, you know, a little bit more homey, you know, and some stuff that we're working on, we'll share it with you and, you know, we can have more real conver you know conversations just between us
Yes, you can say. You yeah. know, and the thing is, is, you know, that's type of stuff that if we can figure out a way to do it, you want to call in and freaking we'll have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, we'll, we'll run it through and, you know, try to figure out, you know, all the other fun stuff. Learning how to do live streams would be a very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, event. Um, you could say I've never done one of those before. Um, so that's something that definitely, you know, we'd be interested in doing. But, you know, the thing is, is we're definitely not going to, I don't think we're going to do the Patreon just yet. I think that's just, it's an option that we have, um, you know, available to us. Um, you know, we do have some of our other stuff that we got going on, uh, Printed Heritage. Um, you know, go take a look at those lithophanes. You know, we'll definitely help you out with that. Um, you know, get you guys taken care of. Um, so, you know, you'll also see a little bit more of the blog post coming. You'll see more of that. You'll see a little bit more content um, pop up out of places. Um, I am kind of working on also one thing I got to do this year is is reboot the website a little bit. Um, you know, I got to get that moving just a little bit more. Um, so make it not look as blocky. But, you know, it's here nor there. Yeah. You know, it's one of those one of those things that, you know, we know we have to get done. Um, you know, actually go, you know, probably put up on an AWS cluster someplace and, you know, and go from there and, you know, build a, a web server, um, you know, out in, you know, the, the cloud world, you know, for some people and just hope it doesn't storm. So, you know, there's always that, you know, if y'all have any questions about any of that, you know, cloud, you know, technologists, like that, we're always willing to learn it too. If we don't know something, we'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, doing podcasts and videos and stuff like that with do a lot of research and stuff like that. A lot of it comes from real world experience. Um, however, we'll tell you we don't know something. You know, I'll flat out tell you, I don't know all of it, you know. So we'll figure it out when we get there. And we'll get there together. We'll have a little bit of fun with it. You know, mm-hmm. the thing is, is that, you know, like we've said before, is you never stop learning. That's that's the goal in all of this. You know, you can be you know seventy, eighty years old and you keep learning something. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother turns ninety six tomorrow, and she hasn't stopped learning yet. <laughs> you know, sometimes she doesn't want to learn things, but hey, she'll figure it out eventually. Um, but you know, the thing is, is it, it is keep learning, never let that go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think. Not to keep everybody too long on this one. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you to everybody, you know, that we've had, you know, tune in. Some of y'all are, you know, the real the real OGs on this one because you've been listening to us even if we didn't have a consistent show over the past month, y'all. And, you know, I kind of want to say thank you for that. You definitely make it where what we do is worth it. You know, we're at, pulling up the, 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 the early numbers right now. So, we're at 2,192 all-time downloads. And, you know, I'll tell you this. We have more and more fun doing this show, seeing those numbers go up. And guess what? I'm happy as a, you know, well, you know what it is. Um, you know, pig and shit. You know, about all this. So, you know, I want to say thank you. Go take a look at us all over there on, you know, take a look at the website. Take a look at, you know, what we got going on on, you know, Instagram, 
uh, uh, X, we're on there. Um, we are on, uh, you know, Facebook and um, some few places. Um, and we are pushing more content out over YouTube, so, you know, please don't think that we're not. We're working on some, some short videos for y'all just to keep y'all entertained. Um, so I just want to say thank you. Go take a look at the blog post. Take a look at some of that stuff. Uh, you know, everybody's doing big things on that. So I'll go ahead and turn it over to Ed. Y'all have a good one. Yep. Uh, we do appreciate all the people that are following. Like I said, we started this in the beginning as, uh, hey, two guys that like to talk about technology. Um, we talked some at lunch. We talked some over a few beers. We talked some, you know, just hanging out. And uh, I'm, I'm amazed at how far uh, the pod ha podcast has come. Um, for me, like I said, uh, I like to echo exactly what Nick said. We, we don't do this out of uh, expectation of some type of monetary gain. We do it because we genuinely enjoy talking about technology. Um, I mean, that's why our emphasis is always on learning. Um, everybody doesn't have the resources to uh, gain some knowledge. Even though everyone has access to the internet, um, funny story, the internet for me was encyclopedias. So that's how I got started with book by the internet. Internet by book. Yeah, so everybody didn't have that, that luxury. So I, for me, I think it's, it's something that I'm passionate about to be able to offer some insight to people that maybe are thinking about going into a certain field and then like we can actually um, give you some insight one, one other thing that we will probably work on this year and we just have to work out the logistics is um, top 10 things about going into said field and the top thing top 10 things about why you wouldn't want to go in the field yeah. I mean you that there is a certain type of person that has to go into manufacturing it's not for everyone. And I, I think we got a couple guests for that one. Yeah. So I would just like to say in general, we appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right, y'all. Have a good one. That's all for this episode of Tech at Lunch. Thanks for tuning in and joining us for this tech-filled lunch break. We hope you enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe on all channels. And also, you can find us on YouTube under Volcanar Technology Solutions. And join us for our next episode which gets published every Wednesday at 8 a.m. All right, y'all. Have a good one. See you later.